he rubs his lower lip between his thumb and forefinger, making everything he is embarrassed about disappear. You can never forget where you came from, if you have teeth as ugly as these, he said. He grinned once more. He tapped a slightly brown front tooth for effect. Kenneth looks Kenyan. His skin is dark, his nose is long and thin, and yet his features are soft, almost delicate like a child's. He's six feet tall. But it's only in the past two years since he got his job that he's ever weighed more than a hundred and fifty pounds. When he's drunk, he lifts up his shirt, blows out his stomach, and pats his protruding belly proudly. God bless America, he says with each pat. Only here can someone become the Buddha. I go to the back of the store and pull out the fold-up table and chairs the three of us always sit at. I have a small deli counter in the front, now empty, behind which used to lie wasted slabs of roast beef, ham and turkey, cut to look like the upper half of a cow's thigh, just before it becomes the ass. I spent two thousand dollars of borrowed money on it with the idea that perhaps my store could become a deli, and in becoming a deli, a restaurant, and in becoming a restaurant, a place that I could sit back and look proudly upon. I place the chairs right in front of the empty deli counter. I sit with my back against the glass. It's May 2nd. Since January, I've had exactly three deli orders. Turkey no mayo wheat bread, turkey mustard wheat bread, turkey just one slice. Not a single one after lunchtime. Despite my recent efforts, there is nothing special to my store. It's narrow, shabby, and brightly lit with a ceiling of fluorescent bulbs that hum for over an hour every morning after being turned on. I sell twenty-five-cent bags of potato chips, two-liter bottles of Pepsi, boxes of macaroni and cheese, diapers, soap, detergent, condensed milk, in narrow aisles haphazardly arranged. George are here yet? Kenneth asks. Some days it's Joe from the Congo, or Jojo Congo, or Congo Joe. Not yet. Africans. Congolese. You can never trust us to be on time. You are. I'm an engineer. I have to be precise. Precision is the name of my game. You say to be somewhere at 8.30. I'm there at 8.30. Not a minute later. He pulls out a bottle of Johnny Walker Black from his bag and places it on the table. How was today? He asks me. Three hundred seventy-three dollars and eighty-four cents. Kenneth shakes his head mournfully at the number. Almost nobody comes into the store anymore. It's been this way for months now, with each month a little worse than the one before. Business is slow, money is tight, and ever since Judith moved out of the neighborhood, I've been opening and closing my store at odd hours, driving away what few regular customers I still have left. Recently, Kenneth tried to bring the subject up while we were alone in the store. He was looking at my accounts for April and shaking his head in dismay while tisking loudly to himself. There were ten days last month that were marked with a red zero, days that I hadn't even bothered to open the store, or that I had closed before any customers had a chance to come in. Why are you doing this? He finally asked me. He held open the book so I could see exactly what he was talking about. Do you even care? I shook my head, not knowing how to explain to him that 
There were no one-word responses or common phrases that I could turn to for an answer. On a good day, I have 40 or maybe 50 customers. Most of them are stay-at-home moms or dads who have moved into one of the newly refurbished houses surrounding Logan Circle. They stop in during an afternoon stroll with their children dangling around their necks like amulets to ward off age, sickness, unemployment, rain, death. They buy bottled water, toothpaste, cleaning supplies, and, if their kids are old enough, one of the small five-cent pieces of candy I've learned to keep next to the register for just this purpose. On those good days, which come once or twice a week, I make just over four hundred dollars. I walk home at the end of the night feeling better, not about my store, but about this country. I think to myself, America is beautiful after all. There is more here. Gas is cheap. This is not a bad place. Things could be worse. And what else could I have?